Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode, and this one, if this is your first Geekscape, is a special episode, because we're only going to be talking about Deadpool 2. There will be tons and tons and tons of spoilers. I'm Jonathan London, and usually on Geekscape I like to talk to someone about uh, storytelling, what they're working on. Usually these are creative individuals, not to say that today isn't, but uh, we like to talk movies, video games, comics, film, music, uh, and that is basically what... Geekscape is all about, is talking about those from an insider's perspective, um, and we've been doing it for 12 years, so this is your first Geekscape, and you got on because you're like, hey, I want to hear what they think about Deadpool 2, welcome, I hope you stick around a while, there's tons of stuff on the feed, including the Infinity War special we did a couple weeks ago, um, that I'm sure you'd enjoy if you uh, want to go deeper on these movies, we do get into spoiler territory a lot, so... Another warning for you guys. Um, sorry about that, Ian. This is Ian Kerner, my uh, co-host on these specials. And we've been gaining subscribers, so I feel like it's important to let the new guys know. It's okay. The new guys and gals know what the score is on these specials. I, I just thought it was funny that you brought up that the only thing we're going to talk about is Deadpool 2, because we would never go off on a tangent. <laughs> you know what? That's an accurate call. Uh, yeah. So we're going to start with Deadpool 2, and we may, we'll may we probably talk about things related to Deadpool 2 as tangents. I don't think the tangents on Infinity War were too wild. Yeah, um, we pretty good. I yeah, was actually explaining to someone topic. earlier today how well, we used to go and sit on Come On, and we would talk about television shows and comics, but now I'm only on for these special episodes. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, it's like I'm a one-trick pony. I'm just good for movies now. Well, um, yeah, no, we... It's become much more of a creative interview show. Not that I can't interview you about the work you do here at Technicolor. Yeah, that's fair. But we've had a lot of directors and actors and musicians and uh, various creatives in the show. So, in um, plus, like when it comes to these specials, which I still love doing, um, I know the person to go to. No, I, I love doing them with you. Do you? They're fun. Uh, and we have another one coming up next weekend for Solo. Yeah. So as we go into summer, Geekscapists, we've already given you Affinity War. Things are going to get two days away. Crazy. Solo. Yeah. Uh, as of the recording of this, for sure. I'm going to put this one up today. Oh, okay, good. So that's your time travel, Geekscapists. A few hours earlier, this recording was being produced. Uh, okay, we're talking about Deadpool 2. Ian and I do not know what each other think of this movie. I know what Ian's... Uh, movie going friend who he went to the movie with thinks about this uh, you went to the movie with FJ you went with FJ FJ DeSanto who I want to get on the show soon to talk about his Transformers series that's currently on Machinima that he wrote uh, I think produced I don't, I'm not sure but tell me about uh, FJ's response to this movie as a lead into your own okay I mean you know I think FJ would be really upset that we're just you know speaking for him you know so I'm definitely going to do it yeah, because um, yeah, we went to see The Spirit, which he produced. And yes, right. Always revenge never, for The Spirit. never pay that Always back. Always revenge for The Spirit. Yeah. We had a great time like hitting on that movie, though. That movie was fucking terrible. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the aforementioned tangents. Um, you know, I have to say, because, I mean, I hate to say that, you know, I respect FJ, but, you know, so his comments did sit with me a bit. Um it's always interesting because, you know, sometimes I get very caught up in, in the experience of seeing something in the theater. Yes. Um, so, you know, then I have to reflect afterwards. And I, I don't like to make instant judgments. I also find a lot of movies, when I see them a second time, I'm more forgiving. Um, but 
Deadpool 2 is a very fun movie. It's very funny. It definitely maintained the humor of the first one. It's by no means as good a movie as the first movie is. You know, is that um, what FJ said? Well, FJ's actual comment was while he was entertained and it was funny, it's just a very forgettable movie. There's no reason to ever see again. Hmm. Um, which was a very harsh take on it, which you know you kind of expect from him. This is my way of getting FJ on the show, is by speaking for him until he can't Yeah, if we speak for him enough, then he'll have to come on, right? <laughs> if only to set the record straight, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so maybe, maybe one of in, these in, days. In, in those are your thoughts, Ian, that you thought this movie was hilarious no, the, and fun? And I that, thought the movie but, was hilarious. I thought it was fun. It was not at all what I expected. Yeah. You know? So um, the funny thing about when we do this is a lot of the time um, I find, you know, I don't sit and... and you know, plan out what I'm going to say. Nearly, yeah. Let it happen very extemporaneous. And that, that's part of the, our process from the beginning of, you know, even when we go together, we don't discuss the movie. Right. We wait, we wait till we record. And so a lot, a lot of the things I end up saying just come out in that moment. And it's fun. Sometimes I actually discover a bit about how I really felt about something, you know, while we're recording. Um, so I've actually been looking forward to this one after uh, FJ's comments. Um, I, I think it's good. You know, um, when I compare it to Infinity War, no, nowhere near the caliber of Infinity War. It's a different yeah. experience. Th- that's a given, and, and that's a given going in, and the radar R and all that. And it, there's just so much fun in-joke stuff. Um, I felt that it, it definitely missed some opportunities um, that, that do bother me a bit. But not so much that I hate the movie, not right. so much that I even dislike it. You know, it's a fun, cool movie. It's just there were a few places... All right, for instance, getting into the meat of it. You know, you could tell from the trailer right away that, um, all right, there's this kid and Cable's coming back from the future to kill the kid and Deadpool's protecting him. And right away, that's extremely reminiscent of, you know, the mostly Cable storyline uh, wherein we first met Hope, where it's you know, the role of us, so Bishop's trying to kill Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, who's the mutant messiah and Cable's trying to keep the kid alive because of what you know, hope will mean to the future. Um, so, so right away, they, they definitely have cribbed a little bit of that, right? But when you look at the kid and you see he sort of is reminiscent of Evan Kid Apocalypse. Yeah. You know, and that's actually a storyline that would have made complete sense for Cable's origin, which is that Apocalypse, for, you know, for people that only watch the movies, if you've seen the Age of Apocalypse movie... Um, one of the things I also thought they really missed the boat on is we should have gotten Cable introduced there in some like in a future tag, right? Being from the future because that's the deal. Cable's origin in the comics, which is extremely convoluted. The short version is Cyclops has a baby with well, hard to really. It's so convoluted. I thought it was it, Jean, but it's not it, Jean. It, it, it's the, it was Jean Grey's then clone, clone yeah, who Madeline she ultimately Pryor. absorbed her her memories. Was it Madeline? It was Madeline Pryor, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Um, the kid is given a virus, actually by Apocalypse, you know, techno-organic virus. And the only way to save him, these beings come from 2,000 years in the future. They're the Ascani, and they bring him to the future because he's going to be basically a mutant messiah against the war against Apocalypse 2,000 years from now. Um, years later, you end up finding out that versions of Gene and Scott, they transplanted their brains to the future and actually raised them. That was sort of giving him a little bit of a happier childhood than we were led to believe he had. Uh, but regardless of that, Cable was actually already around as a character, and you didn't know who he was. And then you find out that he actually is the grown son of Cyclops, you know, from the future, who after this kid was sent to the future. 
Um, and over the years, you know, many adventures Cable had in this whole time travel thing, trying to help prevent this future. Well, anyway, um, at, one, at different points, Apocalypse has been defeated and seemingly killed, and you know, a new version comes along because like, the Apocalypse Seed is in someone, and so it comes back to life. And in recent years, there's been a kid who, basically kid Apocalypse, who the X-Men are basically more or less raising to try to have him not become, you know, the ultimate be the evil Apocalypse. So, and in the comics, Deadpool has actually become friends with this kid. Yeah. So it would have been just the perfect setup. Instead, they opt for picking a rather not so well-known character from X-Factor, who there's a subtle joke in the movie about. So Russell in the movie, you know, they make a joke about how Rusty's a bad name because in the comics in the 80s, the kid's name was Rusty. Rusty Collins. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's the whole Fire Fist thing. So, you know, I thought that was a a really oddly missed opportunity because they clearly know. You know, they know, I mean, they're looking at the origins. They know what they're doing. They know what they're consciously deciding not to do that. And honestly, I think the reason to not do that is to not tie the movie to Age of Apocalypse. Right. Which I understand. But still, that, that bothered me a lot. Enough to not enjoy this movie? Not enough to have me not enjoy the movie, but for me to feel the stakes of the movie aren't as strong. Um, I don't love the kid at all. I thought, found the kid really annoying. Okay. You know, um, I appreciated Deadpool's mission, but I, a part of me, like, there's a part of me that looks at this and goes, like, no, Deadpool would just have killed this annoying kid because he's just so annoying. Right. Like, is this kid really worth it? I mean, ultimately, okay, it worked out nicely, so it was a happy ending. But it's hard to believe this is common, right? Well, I'm going to disagree with you on a couple of things. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Good. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Uh, I liked it as much as the first one. Okay. Which I mean, I enjoyed the movie. It, it, the movie's insane. hysterical. I, I went in a lot of the completely eggs. skeptical, thinking, okay, we're going to get a, a situation where they're just going to give us a lot of the same because it was such a success the first mm-hmm. time around that they're going to really want to repeat that success. In, and you remember, I was very worried because yeah, I came I out of so the first worried. one. The first one's such a good love story, yeah. all four quadrants thing there. I was really worried, how can they? But for me, um, I think the, that what I enjoyed a lot about this movie is, I think I guess it didn't work for you, this idea that he wants to have a child. And in that way, this Rusty is that kid. He sees okay. him as that chance to put his heart in a good place because of... The, uh, there are multiple surprises in this movie that I loved. The first, first one, killing her right away. Killing her right away. I was shocked. Yeah, and the fact that you kill her and you set up the stakes of your heart's not in the right place. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. He now has a purpose. I did not know how they were going to give him a new purpose. I knew he was going to play some form of a protector of this kid mm-hmm. because of the trailer, but now you've got it tied in with this tragedy that he suffered. Yeah. And I for really me, enjoyed that really his worked. attempt to suicide. And Colossus coming and kind of forcing Absolutely. him into the Colossus X-Men thing. The Colossus stuff will always be my favorite. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's so fun. They just played it too well against each other. Um, and so I bought the, thing, the, the, the father figure type goal that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, if only to get back to his... If only to successfully kill himself. Okay. <laughs> so uh, it, there was a nihilistic Deadpool... It, it, it rang true in that way. Okay. That he was like, yeah, I'm doing this father figure thing... And my heart is kind of into it, but really, I want to successfully kill myself and be with her. So there was a very Deadpool-based reason for that right. role. It wasn't just him all of a sudden discovering some heartfelt altruism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which would have been 
uh, would not have rang true. So for me, that all worked. And because it worked, I think that this movie really worked and progressed his character in a way that I didn't know how they were going to do after the first movie. Because the first one is very much a love story. This is as close to a maturation of Wade Wilson as you're going to get while still yeah. having Wade Wilson. Uh, they, he becomes not only a bit of a father figure, but also the <laughs> he almost becomes a bit of like the the head of a family at the, in those last few shots. Right. If anything, at least a team at which he's like one of the, the, the main figure. Mind you, we have to decide ultimately did any of it happen because of how it ends. Right, right. Um, but in that way, I really enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed the movie quite a bit. I thought it was a lot of fun. And, of course, those surprises. Um, and the only part that I felt ran long for me was that extended death sequence of his at the end. It and, did, and, but and it's funny. I was funny. like, okay, this, that yeah, was of the course, point, it's, it's absolutely funny. But it did drag a bit. Absolutely yes. funny. Yes. But I will watch this movie again, if only for the X-Force sequence. Yes. The X-Force sequence is genius. Well, by the way, you know... FJ felt otherwise, but I loved Juggernaut. I knew it was Juggernaut from the second. I didn't. It was Roman. I was. I knew. I was. I was like, well, you know, Monster what I'm Juggernaut. The- and and I'm actually. It's something I'm a little disappointed in. The, the second I saw Black Tom Cassidy, I went, yes. "Okay, it's Juggernaut." And then they're never together, and you don't even see Black Tom Cassidy's power or any of it. Yeah. That was. I was like, "Well, that's a weird choice." Well, F Black Tom Cassidy. He's not. I mean, I'm not. I know. As, I'm not as married to the material, it, it, but. I love that he was in the movie. Yeah, and I love that there's maybe Wild Child in there yeah. in jail. Like they, they start, you see a couple mutants. And right. I'm like, but, but here's is the that thing Wild Child? Is that Blink? Like I'm looking at all these different characters. There seems to be a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. I didn't really wrap my. Again, I was really into the story, and I didn't wrap myself entirely into the monster in the basement. I was like, it could be a couple different things, and then when it when Juggernaut climbs up out of that bus. And to me, and it redeemed the, Juggernaut from X3. Oh, totally. It's not Vinny Jones. This was Jones. Juggernaut. This is what he fucking yeah. looks like. Ju- Juggernaut is massive. Right. And when he climbs out of that bus, I'm, I, dude, I cheered yeah. out loud. I fucking loved it. Me too. I, I'm, I'm freaking out because and, and he's they, one of my favorite villains. And they fully reference the origin. They make reference to Professor X, his yes. brother, all of it. Yes. He wears the helmet because of the psi abilities to, to protect him. So when it's I watched out there. of this movie, I thought to myself, the Deadpool movies are my favorite X-Men movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, and, and not only that, but Entertainment Weekly today posted some. I saw it on Twitter that that they had referenced uh, some. Uh, it was a picture of um, of the the two girls from the in the expansion, um, super teen, oh, uh, whatever, Negasonic, Negasonic warhead, warhead yeah. and uh, and and her friend, yeah, girlfriend Yukio, and uh, it was a picture of that, and they said. What's in stake? What's what's in store for the Deadpool universe? And I just wanted to be like, "Fuck you!" It's not the Deadpool. There's no Deadpool universe. No. It's not the Deadpool universe. It's the X Men universe. Though, though I, that's what's problematic I, in the that, scheme of things. I, it's yes. like, yes, these are, this is, I, these are the X Men movies that I enjoy even more. Yeah, yeah. Not that I don't enjoy Days of Future Past and 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 the movies that well, you claim Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse was, was it was it was I found it challenging. Yeah. But uh, I but still have not revisited it. I saw it the one time in the theater, and I have not been... Why would you do that? Why do I see it one time in the theater? No, why do you see it twice? No, I haven't. I yeah, know, but why do you uh, see I, some of these movies twice? I, I, well, sometimes have you seen I Iron see Man it. 3 twice? Um, I've seen Iron Man 3 a second time on, on Blu-ray. <laughs> 
and and and, I, and I'm scheduled to watch it. A, a, You're one more scheduled time. to watch it because I've been watching the movies again with the kid. I get that. See, you are like Deadpool. You are willing to take a bullet no, for it's, a it's child. Hard. It's hard. You, you know how I feel about that movie. <laughs> I, 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 I was pretty clear on, on our on this special about my feelings on Iron Man three. Oh. Do you, do you love the, the Predator ads that are like from the director of Iron Man of Iron Man Three? I'm, I'm like, oh, God. oh man, like Shane Black has some great movies. I thought Nice Guys was amazing. Well, no, from, from the tool that was actually in the movie that we're remaking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, he's in Predator. I know, I know, he's in Predator, and I'm all for it. I mean, I don't know, I wasn't amazed it, by no, that, that trailer. That, that trailer was bad. But uh, but I love Fred Decker. Yeah. He gave us Monster Squad. I'm a fan. I'm just a bit of not um, a good trailer. Not a good teaser. Can't speak for the movie yet, but it was not a good trailer. Cannot speak for the movie. Okay, so <laughs> you're right. We're talking about Deadpool 2 plus tangents. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was on the movie. So, you know. uh, so many surprises. That first one being uh, the love interest death. Shock. Fantastic. Loved it. Yes. Absolutely it loved it. Let's give him something early. To knock him down, mm-hmm. back down to earth. It was the kind of thing that, like in Black Panther, we had to wait for half the movie for it to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and here we're getting it in the first 10, 15 well, and minutes. That's just it. I didn't know how are you going to Deadpool? He hands up, he's happy. I was like, bro, that's what they had to do. Yeah, they have you know? to do it. And yet, not to jump ahead, but you got to have her back because for the sake of the movies, she's integral. So they had to then then undo it. You know? Oh, you're talking about the post credit sequence. Yeah. Yes. Um, does he I, regain knowledge when he does something like that? I think he does. Well, that's just it. He did it, so he keeps all of his knowledge. The question right. is how everything else is affected. Um, because that, that's the thing. It's like when Cable did it, and Cable knew what he did. Yeah, it was so weird because Deadpool we're talking about the time jumping in right, the Right, because Deadpool, Deadpool shouldn't have known, right? Say again. So when Cable did it the first time, he, he jumps saved back. the coin. And he saves but Deadpool the knew he did it. Yeah, well, he takes the coin out, and he knew that Cable had it, and he knew right. that Cable had one one charge left. Right. So he put two and two together. So, so, all right, so he he doesn't actually know it. He but, didn't actually but he experience it. it, but he right. takes the coin the, the 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 coin out, and he says, hey, "Okay, you used your last charge right. on me." Right. So then, when then for Deadpool now goes and does it. Now, first of all, lost my shit when he jumped into the other Deadpool. Movie. I was screaming. Now, here's the thing: I was it doesn't make any Fuck sense. Yes, oh, I don't care. Yeah, because it's a, it's a different reality. Because here's the thing. Wait. Let's well, be clear. Wait, Wolverine Origins. Wolverine with Origins Pool, is pre Days of Future Past. Deadpool is post Days of Future Past. Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool works with Wolverine Origins. That's what he would have become if not for Days of Future Past and Wolverine going back in time. So it was already fixed by Days of Future Past, you're saying? Yes. The events in Wolverine Origins take place before the presidency and the Sentinel no. program from Days of Future Past? No, after. Here's the thing. Okay. You're going to have to draw a chart. Days of Future Past. Takes place in like the 70s. 60s. Well, 60s. No. Uh, it's the early 70s. It's the early like 70s. 72. But, yeah. But here's the thing. So once that happens, everything after it's changed. Okay. The events with Deadpool and everything in Wolverine Origins are after that. He already okay. has the adamantium. Okay. Right? I did not think that Deadpool in these movies had the adamantium. No, Wolverine, Wolverine has it. had yeah. the adamantium at that point, so it's after. Yes. It's after Weapon X. Okay. Okay? So the point is that 
it's a, it was actually perfect. Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool again, but doing it the right way, worked because of the timeline hadn't changed. The events of Wolverine Origins, where he was that version of Deadpool, didn't happen. So you're still including him. You're just including him as an alternate timeline. Yes. You don't want to just dismiss him entirely. This is how you get stuck watching Iron Man three again. No, you can't. You can't dismiss it entirely because the movie happened. It was part of the X universe of movies. <laughs> that shit happened. But Days of Future Past fixed that. Right. Days of Future Past directly fixed that. We know it also fixed the ending of all of X three. X three. Yeah. All of X three. There are ways the things that fix it don't make sense. The different angels don't make sense. Yes. Okay. But Deadpool still worked. It's still Wade Wilson, who was a merc, you know, who then went on and, you know, different things happened to You're him. just creating... The, so So I'm going to argue that Cable's time jumping tool does, doesn't just jump in time. It creates a divergent timeline in that you can well, there's jump all, There's always the argument. If there's you, always if you the argument. The virgin. Did it actually change things or did it just create, create a new reality? reality? Right. You know, that, that's always the argument. You know? So somewhere in the alternate reality created by Days of Future Past, Barakapool got but, shot to shit. By, by the way, it, it's just like with Marvel doing the whole, like, you know, all right, so they do Old Man Logan, that was a possible future, right? Then they bring Old Man Logan into the present because yeah. they just say, well, that possible future was a different Earth. Right. You know, so that, that's just what they did. And, and there are a million Hulks. You know, there are a million older Hulks, so right. go with that one. Exactly. Different uh, versions of the Maestro and what have you. So, yeah, the two surpri- the, the multiple surprises for me were... By the way, speaking of, go for it. the cameo of the X-Men, which oh. they had, it, it's hysterical visually, but doesn't make any sense. You, go ahead, because they're all young. Yeah. Yeah, they're all young. Because it's the X-Men yeah. from the 80s. Yeah, it's the X-Men from the 80s. And Deadpool's supposed to be the new timeline in the present. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Which Did is, by I the way, not lose my shit in it. Right. I absolutely lost my shit during that shot. Right. I mean, part of the reason the, the joke's notwithstanding, but not only is it budget, but also you don't do any other X Men the Deadpool movies because you haven't established who you know where they're going to be or what they are or any of that. You right. Know? We have not I had mean, our present yeah, day X Men. Yeah, it's just it, 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 that's the problem with it. And Phoenix is going to take place. In it's the like, 90s or something? I think it's the 90s. It They're just moving ahead like a decade or so. That's so, sort of the thing. You had Days of Future Past in the 70s. You had Age of Apocalypse in the 80s. And I think Dark Phoenix in the 90s. But it's really basically taking aspects of the story that they have adapted in X3. But now things are happening younger because of the events of other things that have happened. She's, you know, hit, right. hitting that power early. But we have, um, in it's, that shot where he, the, the X-Men are closing the door behind his back. He doesn't even see it. Quicksilver's yeah. alive. Yes. Like, the whole thing is fucking up in the air. Quicksilver's in that shot. There's right. Beast, there's Professor X, there's Quicksilver. Well, Quicksilver's going to be in in Dark Phoenix. Didn't he die in Apocalypse? I don't know. I barely, I can't Didn't he die in the house sequence I'm, I'm, of Apocalypse I'm, I'm, where the house blew up? I'm blocked out. I and Scott got upset. I, I, I don't even want to remember that movie. <laughs> Are you telling me I have to watch that, that thing again? All I'm telling you is that... He's obviously in it. He's yeah. shooting it right now. So Quicksilver's back, and they're going to yes. do another yeah. ham-fisted version of well, that slow-down time bullet you, movement yeah. scene. How, well, how many Quicksilvers do you want dead? Who's directing? Uh, it's Kinsberg's directing Phoenix. Kinsberg, so okay, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. Okay, off the ledge. I, I kind of trust, in, I, I really trust in, in Kinsberg for, for the full I mean, extent. Like, it has to be better than Paco. Right? I mean, careful. Uh, w- so you get that X-Men cameo. The other big surprise for me is... 
X-Force. All right, first of all, Domino is fantastic. Domino is incredible. I mean, every scene she's in is so, so good. Mm-hmm. She's just not in it nearly enough. Right, but you're going to get your, your X-Force movie with yeah. your Domino. Um, well, that was the other thing. Is great casting. so seen as like a prelude to the X-Force movie, and yet, A, like, all right, so first you wipe them all out. Then he goes back and says Peter. But then at the end, the whole thing that happens. So that's one of the things you don't know. It's like, is that is that what your X-Force movie is? Um, let, 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 I'm going to go with let, the, the he only saved Peter. Okay, well, let's... Let, because let, do we really need fucking Shatterstar? Let, let, let's break this down movie. a little bit. Vanisher. <laughs> Hysterical for the sake of the name. Um, obviously, it's completely from Power Set. And then the fact that when you actually see him, it's Brad Pitt. When's Vanisher's real... What's Vanisher's real story? He's a telepath. Uh, he's, a, uh, he's a teleporter. He's a teleporter. Yeah. But in this, Vanisher's supposed to be invisible. Yeah, she's invisible. And you only see... I didn't recognize Brad Pitt when he got electrocuted, Pitt, yeah. but I found out, obviously, yeah. later. I was like, who played Vanisher? And that quick glimpse of him. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt. When Which I was is also because, you know, Brad Pitt was up for cable and then couldn't do it because of scheduling. I was just crying. I was laughing so bad at just the complete disassemblage and destruction of X-Force. It was like acknowledgement that those 90s characters were over-the-top bad Mm -hmm. and then just killing them all. Shatterstar... The best thing about Shatterstar is it it was fully Shatterstar. Mojo World. Oh, when he mentions Mojo World... So douchey. I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, that's great that Mojo World exists. Mm-hmm. I'm into the Mojo World yeah, thing. I'm into all of it. And then immediately he's killed by a stupid haircut. Yeah. Hysterical. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and Peter's great. Yeah. Peter. Oh, uh, so funny. So the X-Force thing was a complete surprise. And I loved that. Because yeah, I think great. we all saw the trailers and we're like, okay, he's going to put together X-Force to solve the big problem in the rest of this movie. And it just doesn't even ha- get out the door. It doesn't even have a chance. It, even the joke about X Men and X Women and all of it, and so it's X Force, and yes, it's, it's it's so derivative, you know. Yeah, because that's, that's literally exactly what it was. That we're going to make more X Men teams, you know, in the nineties. The uh, the sequence where they're trying to save the boy on the and Cable's trying to kill him on that that kind of it's a. I would call it a car chase sequence, but there's only one car. Right. That whole sequence with the transport, awesome. I thought was incredible. I mean, the Domino stuff, the depth, all of it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just even really how Domino's powers are working in this, you know, and just like the accident, she just lands and everything is perfect. And yeah, that's the characters you know, coming out party, especially after how cynical they are yeah, of her it's power. Just, it's fantastic, and then you know, and, and even just what happens to Deadpool and Cable and the same stuff, you know, they're so messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, which is great. Um, I wish we'd gotten a little bit of, just give me a little nod of the TK aspects of Cable in there. Sure. You know, we don't, we get all, you know, but I mean, at least we get the you know, little John Connor throwaway, you know, right. line, which is great. There were know? a lot of great throwaway lines. Do you, um, the, the joke about, um, about uh, the music fucking had me laughing pretty Wait, bad. One? In the in the base of the prison, uh, he says he's from the future, and yeah. he says is uh, like what, what's the name of the damn kind of oh dubstep dubstep. He's that like, is that so still funny. a thing? And he's like, he's like dubstep's for pussies. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course we, we've seen in the trailer, but the whole thing. Oh, you're so you're so gloomy. You're shooting up from the DC universe, right? 
You know, there was a lot of good DC jokes. There were a ton of jokes. Um, yeah, the, you know, oh, I you really, know, I really, really, Martha. really, really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, me too. Um, I was very entertaining. I'm glad I did not go with FJ to bring my mood down. Yes, uh, well, I can see how that dampens. Downer. I can see how that dampens anybody's demeanor. Yes. Um, don't go with him in movies anymore. I, I know you gave me a last minute invitation, but I no, I can't. I, 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 I'm seeing somebody, and I can't take just one ticket I, anymore. Well, I, we did walk I, into I, a theater. I had to. We did walk into a th- the theater and listen to this shit. To a one-year-old and a three-year-old sitting behind us. Well, sure, it's appropriate for them. <laughs> like you're seeing all of these, and they go to the violence right away. Like he tries to kill himself, yeah. and then you see the flashback, and he's murdering people in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. He's murdering people. By the way, the I loved that montage. Yeah. That montage, the montage was, was incredible. Awesome. But you get somebody getting chainsawed. You have all this shit awesome. happening. That's the thing is the action in this movie. is People are being called cunt and this and that and, and like I'm saying and that that you know you, you know you, you you look you look at the director. I mean, of course, the action is the action is awesome. You know that chase um, sequence with the with yeah. the transport is phenomenal. Yes, fantastic. There's so many moving pieces in it and different storylines going along with Domino trying to catch up and and. Cable trying to be a, yeah. catch the caravan and all this stuff. And it's just incredible. Yeah. So another thing that, that bugged me, I mean, I get it's an Easter egg, but, you know, you're going to do the Esk's house and the bad guy's not sinister? Yes. So here's the thing. We're, pr- we're getting sinister in some form in Phoenix, aren't we? I'm not sure, are we? I thought they were setting up Essex to be a villain because, in Dark Phoenix. Because we but saw yes. that... We've already saw that hint at the end of Apocalypse, right? Right, and that's what I thought we were building to with right. with the Phoenix movie, the next X Men movie, with having Essex be the home for the, the, the other Essex school, Xavier, which, which, the Essex which school, is where Scott Summers as a kid was. Right, and in Domino. What you learn in this one is Domino. Say, in the comics, too. It, sure. That's what, yeah. Um, it's got to be some kind of a tie-in to. I mean, I hope so. I don't see why it wouldn't be tied in. I don't know. I These kids were abused. I yeah. kind of like that this movie is about fucking up a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, th- that was awesome. Look, th- that's the thing that's great is, I mean, I, I sort of love the whole, oh, yeah, stop the kid, stop the kid. Oh, that guy's a pedophile. And Deadpool kills him. Right. Just like that. And, it's okay and, for the kid. And Klaus is yelling and was like, well, what do you mean? No, that was definitely the right thing to do. Right. It's not a question, you know. <laughs> that, I knew the cabbie was going to kill him in the end. <laughs> that, was that was really damn funny, and then <laughs> Brown uh, Panther. One of my favorite fights, Juggernaut versus Colossus. Colossus. Yeah, something yes. I've been waiting to see on screen, awesome. and the fucking music. Yes. Did you hear the music? It's like a a, a chant of, "Holy shit! It's the Juggernaut!" <laughs> it's fucking amazing. They played it again during the credits. It so you can hear it. But yeah. that entire action sequence had that. Move that music booming over the back of it, like holy shit, is the juggernaut? Because yeah. that is what like, you every like, tell me who does not crap their pants? Maybe the Sentry, yeah. Maybe Captain Marvel, yeah. Who doesn't crap their pants when the juggernaut shows up? The Hulk, the Hulk? like that's a pretty small list. The Silver Surfer, maybe, right? But the juggernaut means fucking business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the like that entire Spider-Man issue where he's just trying to stop him. It takes two issues. Yeah. Two issues with the fucking and the title juggernaut. is Nothing Can Stop the, the Juggernaut, which is name-checked. Right. So it was pretty fucking awesome. In uh, watching my favorite X-Man, Colossus, did, fight the Juggernaut was did you, Didn't you love, like, you know, how Deadpool's like such a fanboy of Juggernaut? It's incredible. No, I love Juggernaut. And I was so upset by X3. Yes. 
You know, yeah, it was it not the character. So Gideon's didn't I mean, with so many reasons to be episode X three, but the Juggernaut treatment is just not there. This was the Juggernaut. It was everything I ever wanted Juggernaut to be. I mean, and you see him getting out of the pool in the background as they walk away. Yeah. In the last shot of the team walking towards camera, which you have to have. Yes. Um, and I love that the cab driver is on the team. Yeah, he's great. I love that he's part of it. And you see the Juggernaut slowly, groggily getting out of the swimming pool. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, to be continued. Let's yeah, get some more juggernaut. of that. Um, loved that. Okay, so, and I don't know if this needs to be a short special or not, but um, I'm kind of at the end of a lot of the stuff I wanted to talk about. Well, please feel free to explore. So, okay, I mean, the the rusty um, thing, I already mentioned the whole I've referred to I done the Kid Apocalypse thing. Um, but, you know, it's actually good, you know, that they're, they are, they definitely are plumbing the history, you know, in these movies. And you're right. And, and that's the you thing know? is, is Deadpool is part of the X stuff, but, but I, I wonder what stuff, what stuff can't they touch? I don't see the existence of Firefest as being contradictory to the Days of Future Past future of of, of the Sentinel program and Apocalypse. No, he's and not. This and that. Like, I don't see it contradictory. I see, I can, it's like the fucking world goes to hell. Right. Sentinels start hunting everybody down. Okay. There are going to be a couple baguette, bad eggs, and I could see Fire Fist being reasoned into the destruction of the infrastructure that 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 is Xavier's future of okay. mutants and humans living together. Like the the future that and, we saw in Days of Future Past is not exclusive to Fire Fist going out and killing Cable's family, and it's not exclusive to Apocalypse. No, other things being a part can still happen. And, yeah. and, you know, and it's not really clear how far from the future Cable's coming from, right? Right. Um, well. The end of, but it at can't least, be, it can't uh, be it can't, that far. It can't be that because, far because, because Dusty's yeah, life. adult, yeah. So, but then again, these X Men characters are existing in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. They so live a little bit longer than right, most right. human beings. Yeah, because that's the thing is, in terms of the age of Rusty in this, there should be a younger Cable running around. Based on that, right? Like that's one of those things that was weird for me. Unless the that, future that, that, Rusty that we saw is a hundred years old. Exactly. So that, yeah. that was something I, I had a little bit of a problem right. with. It took like, Hemdale's uh, hair, hair sets. What's that? He looked like Hemdale from the Thor movies. Right, right. <laughs> like the, oh, the last Hemdale, Thor movie, yeah. the drudges and everything. And yeah. Whatever. yeah. Um, I, mean, I love the casting hope. of that kid. Okay. Because he was in Hunt for the Wilder People, mm-hmm. Taika Waititi's other movie, and he's... I just think he. I didn't find him annoying. I thought he was hilarious when he does the invisible rope pull yeah. and shit like that. No, I was really enjoying when he was earnest, but when he got all douchey, I want to kill people thing. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. let's go, tough guy. Um, what was the name check on Hope? Did I miss that one? Yeah, well, I know he, the movie was he, about Hope, but he, no, Cable's kid's name was Hope. Oh, okay, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, Hope Summers. So, hmm, we got that. Uh, what other Easter eggs do you think were out there that we haven't mentioned? Um, well, obviously, you have all kinds of references to, like, I mean, hysterical when he referenced, uh, you know, that, oh, he's basically Hawkeye without the bow and arrow when he had the uh, the collar on, you mm-hmm. know. He, he called him Thanos, you know. Uh, I mean, Black Black Widow. <laughs> well, he called I Domino not, Black yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, that's really, really, really funny. So already you're starting to see the, the delineation of, like, yeah. any 
you're starting to see these these universes start to come together, whether or not Disney likes it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that deal even going to happen? Like, did Comcast come in and spoil everything? Like, it's what not spoiled yet? It's not spoiled yet. Not that we saying. not that we need a giant conglomeration <laughs> controlling forty percent of our entertainment, but just, just to get better X Men movies. Yeah, right? just yeah. So you kids can get better X Men movies and hopefully good Fantastic Four movies. Oh God, um, we can have forty percent of the film industry controlled by one entity. <laughs> yeah. Kind of scary. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing was him killing Ryan Reynolds, just preventing him from doing Green Lantern. That was awesome. That was funny. That was awesome. Uh, Ryan Reynolds playing the screenwriter? Or yeah. Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds? Whatever. Well, was Ryan, but, no, but I think like, I was, he got is, the script. Yeah, he got the script. And, he like, yeah, he was going to, you know, like he was going to read <laughs> it and do it. Um, okay, so Deadpool 3. Is it, there a Deadpool 3 or is it just an X-Force movie? Um, I... Th- I I think the problem is if you don't put Deadpool in the title, you haven't guaranteed yourself the business you get right. from a Deadpool movie, right? But this um, one didn't have a subtitle to it. It no, was just Deadpool just 2. Deadpool 2. Um, I think even odds are X-Force is probably Deadpool and X-Force. Deadpool and X-Force? Yeah. You know, or something like that. I mean, maybe not. You know, but, you know there, was a, there was a moment when it was almost Wolverine and the X-Men just because there was a feeling early on that Wolverine was more than the important name check mm-hmm. than the X-Men, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that remains to be seen, you know? And, and you know, and what does an X-Force movie look like? Cable stayed. So cable stayed. Around, you know? Okay. So they've established the cable is running around. Do we get a bishop? I mean, to have yet another time traveling. You know, right. I mean, it's a it, bit it, of overkill. Much, you know? um, they've already done Days of Future Past. So. Yeah. Who do we add to X-Force now? That's that... the thing. is You're doing the 90s, you know? Right. Um, I mean... No, no. X-Force is current. The, the Deadpool X-Force and, would be And current. by the way, and here's the other tricky thing. They're doing New Mutants. You know, X-Force originally is the New Mutants graduate. Right. Right? But they're doing their own New Mutants, you know, thing. So it's like... Is Cannonball so, in that I was about movie? to say, I don't know if he's in the New Mutants, because you, how do you not have Cannonball? Did you in, hear in these rumors movie? that they're adding a character? Okay, so they have clearly pushed the New yes. Mutants release. Right. And they pushed the New Mutants release by, like, a year. Yes. But they're supposedly adding a character in post. Like a full CGI character. A full CGI character. Okay. Is that Sunspot? Well, he would, well, be full I, well CGI. he would have half his scenes would be. I mean, Demon Bear is full Demon CGI, Bear is, right? full, is full CGI. What about the crazy... Warlock? Warlock. Warlock's full CGI. Full, Warlock is 100% full CGI as but, a character. But that movie, which is basically like a, a horror movie, bringing Warlock in is going full Comedic know, sci-fi. Fact. Yeah. However, that is it, it comes from the same run. Explain the Warlock. CGI. Warlock it's is like from design. a sentient techno-organic species right. whose father, the Magus, basically like kills all of the previous... Ne- you know, Basically, Warlock is destined to, to kill his father and supplant them. Right. So, and the Magus basically goes around, you know, sending the techno-organic virus and basically turning organics into techno-organics, more or less eating them and converting them. Is that the same thing? Borg-ish. That, is that the same thing that's happening to Cable's arm? It's not the same virus per se, but it, it's similar. And we never saw the advancement of that virus in this show, in this in this film, did we? No, we actually have no sense that he has the virus. We just think that he has a robot arm, just like you know, when a soldier. Right. Which was right. another great fucking joke. Right. Exactly. But 
we look at it so he just looks like a cyborg. We don't actually have any sense that it's a techno-organic virus or any of that. It's crawling on I mean, it. I mean, Cable more or less just looked like some soldier from the future, you know, who was injured and repaired. And that's, you know, based yeah. on this movie. And do we need the telekinesis? Well, that's just it, is, you know, when you first meet Cable in, you know, in New Mutants 87, leading into X-Force, you don't know that stuff. And you don't even know if it's a virus. Initially, he looks like he just has a robot arm. Right. You know, um, eventually you first see what he does some low-level telekinesis, and then it turns into this whole thing that you find out that this child, who was destined to be hugely powerful, that gets infected with this virus, taking the future, is actually him. And the bulk of his powers are being used up keeping this virus at bay. Well, this virus is basically turning him into, you know, a techno-organic creature, more or less robotic, you know? So, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the basics of Cable, right? So we don't get any of that. We didn't need it yet. As I said, I'm a little bit bothered by what, you know, in a way you can argue that having him not be from too far in the future makes him a little less complicated, but you can still can do the X-Men connection. Right. Because he can still be Cyclops' son at the actual right age. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, again, not entirely clear how old Rusty was. Didn't seem that old. But if Rusty's 50 there, and he's what in this, 15 or something? Right. You know? So if it's 35 years in the future, you know, then, you know, yes, that's probably the right age for Cable to just flat out be Psychops' kid, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to any time travel in his earlier origin. But now you have the opportunity for him to actually meet his dad. Right. You can do that. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, again, even doing... Cable and X-Force doesn't lend itself to that. Right. Having it being an X-Men movie would have. So here we have the the idea of putting it together an X-Force movie, mm-hmm. even if you call it Deadpool and the X-Force, whatever. Um, if Cannonball is not in the young, in the New Mutants movie... And I haven't seen anything And I haven't seen it, and neither have I. And I haven't seen Sunspot either. Right. So, so we, have, we, have, we have Wolfsbane? Yeah, we definitely have Wolfsbane. We definitely have Psyche. I definitely have Danny Psyche. Yep. Um, I think we have I, Magic. Really? I mean, I just see a blonde running around in those trailers. So that, well, it could be Magic or Magma. Could be Magma. Who, and then the male character. Because I'm saying, because doing Magic, right. you know, you, you presume that means you're tying around with Colossus. Right. Um, so Any Sunspot? I don't know if we see Sunspot. Yeah. You know, if we and, don't see somebody transform. I, again, I haven't looked at that closely. I mean, Shan Koiman, Karma? I don't know. Now you're just throwing stuff at me. But so who, was, was but there what a I'm, Vietnamese girl in the <laughs> What I'm saying is, who is left to be on your X-Force team? I would say Cannonball and Sunspot are probably in there somewhere. I mean... And probably Boom Boom. The, those are the... And, and Warpath. Right. Warpath. So... They're all there. But Warpath also Warpath might, might be in the New Mutants. And wasn't, wasn't, really wasn't Warpath in Days of Future Past? There was a version of Warpath in Days of Future Past? Yes, I think there was. Yeah. In the future, there was a Warpath. I think so, yeah. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. It was cool that Warpath was in there. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and put... And by the way, they probably don't do Warpath because they have um, Thunderbird on uh, The Gifted. Oh, cool. I've not. I know you're going to yell at me, but I have not watched Gifted, watch and I think that's awesome that they put yeah. Thunderbird. He's, on he's a main character. Um, as a kid, or? he's an adult. He's cool. a proud star. That's awesome. Uh, that that really got me excited to watch the show. 
Yeah. Um, so again, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put together my X Force team. Of I mean, yeah, Thunderbird, Blink, and Polaris are main characters in the FD. It's great. Um, I knew Polaris was on the show. Yeah. Um, so here, here's my X Force team. I think we're gonna have Deadpool. We're definitely gonna have Domino. We're definitely gonna have Cable. Oh, not too risky, but I really think Boom Boom's gonna be a part of it. Yeah. It'd be crazy not to do Because Boom Boom's hilarious and plays with the humor. Um, uh, we're probably going to see Yukio and uh, Warhead. Colossus? Or does Colossus go and join the X-Men? He's an X-Men now. All, the, all three of those characters I just named are X-Men, technically. They're not in X-Force. They, well, they make a big point of themselves being X-Men well, in this so movie. Cannonball and Sunspot are original I would put names. I would put them on there. You know? With um, Boom Boom. Who are, were later X-Men. Yeah, those three in Boom Boom. Yes. Um, I feel like for the sake of these movies, tying with Deadpool stuff, you end up with Colossus and that makes it, legitimizes them. Maybe, maybe not. Same thing with Negasonic. I'd be surprised if you don't end up doing that. But maybe, again, maybe, maybe not. But right. They're not really, they're not in the other X-Men movies. And since, I feel like these movies are the X-Men of the present versus the other ones being the past. I mean, the way they're going with the X-Men movies since they reset it, it's all, you know, it's the jump in the decades. And we're, they ain't there yet, you know? I mean, yeah, you have the 90s next, then the aught years, you know? So I feel like that's probably more likely, you know, for X-Force. Um, Shadowstar can come back now. If you think if they that started the, over. If the timeline yeah. really reset yeah. his death. Again, again. Spe- I, don't, I don't think we need Shadowstar yeah. to come I back. Mean, I, but I, Longshot right. would be cool. He's just as goofy, I, lame. A character. You know, it's his father, genetic copy, whatever, you know. But he also has luck powers, and I don't know if you need those. Yeah. You don't need no two reason characters to long. Yeah. Um, it would be cool to see Mojo World just to see what the hell Mojo that looks like. That would be like. pretty cool. Um, okay. So, is there anything you want to add beyond hoping that FJ feels better? Yeah. Look, it's a fun movie. If you like the first one, it's definitely worth seeing. You know, just don't bring um, your one-year-old. You, you will, yeah, don't bring your one-year-old. You'll definitely enjoy it. Um, and then ultimately, you know, I mean, what do you get from... What left me, though, is the, okay, well, by going back and saving her, did any of the movie happen? Right. And that's only a post-credit scene, which you can take... I mean, I kind of feel like those post-credit scenes um, create problems like Thanos grabbing the Infinity Gauntlet at the end of Age of Ultron well, I mean, type yeah, thing. But it's but like, they, 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 I mean, listen, they suppose you still have to explain them. But. Yeah. But, but no, but this one, I think they very specifically did it because you have the whole thing. I mean, even the credits, what, you know, and I love the joke about, yeah, some star doesn't want to share the spotlight and all that, you know, by killing, you know, leaving Lanny, whatever. But no, I think it's very intentionally and set up like, or no, she's going to be in the next one. Right. Because she's important to him and the story and all that. He didn't want to do that full on downer, you know? Um, by the way, you know, one of my biggest disappointments about the first one, and I was really hoping that they fix it this time, they didn't do it, but they still haven't made her copycat. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because that, that's a, you know, then you really have her be part of the movie. You get that chance with Deadpool 3. That's what, I'm, I'm putting it out there, that's what I'm saying. Which is going to be X Force heavy, I'm predicting. Yeah. They're not going to get their own movie. He's not going to cameo in their movie. You think about that as a possibility now? Well, you think... I mean, I feel like you're more or less saying that... I mean, if nothing, you know... It's like Justice League... Well, Batman vs. Superman... Batman vs. Superman is, is Man of Steel too. Right. 
You know, even though they're talking about doing a Man of Steel too, you know, right. but really it is. I mean, it fully carries it on, right? Right. And then, and to a lesser extent, but still somewhat, Justice League is sort of a Man of Steel three. You know, don't we were doing so well? I know, but I'm just saying that you know, they'd be crazy not to tie it in that direction. Yeah, right? no, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. All right, Ian, we're going to hear from you next week on Solo. Solo. Do we invite FJ? Invite him to do the podcast? We can invite him on com. <laughs> All right. I think he just doesn't like you. <laughs> well, I know he doesn't like me. I don't like you either. <laughs> good, good one. That is a good one. Good, good reference. Uh, Geeks gave us... When are you seeing Solo? I don't know. I'm, I'm loving my movie pass. I'm loving that I can walk in and just... Watch these overpriced blockbusters for free, <laughs> or for the six ninety nine a month that I paid for my movie pass. I'm loving it. So odd. No bells and whistles. It's okay. I get the movie, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, okay, Geekscapists, we're here every week uh, doing the show. I guess multiple times a week. Um, enjoy that one. Uh, we've got my friend Tim Jennings, who was a longtime Geekscapist on the show as well this week for the second episode of the week. Uh, talking about his podcast that you should subscribe to. So look for that episode. It's fun. I, I love hanging out with Tim and getting to catch up after a couple of years of him not being on the show. Um, and, of course, there's this man, Ian Kerner, sitting across from me. You can follow him on Twitter at Ian L. Kerner. I don't think you're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I just don't use it much. Yeah, so I'm there. So get on the Twitter. Start up an argument with this guy at Ian L. Kerner. Um, I'm at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Instagram it's Geekscape.net There's a Geekscape Forever Instagram There's also a Geekscape Twitter There's definitely a Geekscape group Called Geekscape Forever on Facebook um, Join the group And also hang out on the Geekscape page Where we post a lot of this stuff We will see you guys at Comic Con as well We have a couple episodes coming up before Between Now and Comic Con obviously, And we have a booth there So if you guys are headed to Comic Con Come by the booth and maybe Ian will sign an autograph for you or something if like I that. If I go. If you go. Which is something we're going to discuss right after this. Okay. <laughs> Geekscape is Geekscape Forever. Geekscape loves you. Over and out. <laughs>